Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, let's talk less, less about big pharma companies and big corporates, but smaller firms. 70% of SMEs are optimistic about Ireland's business environment for the year ahead. That, at least, is according to a latest survey from Melior Funding, and it's their Fur Growth Survey. So let's uh, test the temperature among those smaller firms. Jonathan Dalton is the Managing Director of Melior Equity Partners. Good morning to you, Jonathan. Good morning, Emmett. How are you? Very well indeed. Small firms, I'm calling out lots of different headlines there, stress tests and problems with the the property market and so on. But you're picking up quite different sentiment from from smaller companies. Just tell us what you're you're hearing. Yeah, so uh, we're very encouraged by the positivity that we saw. Um, Just to give you a sense of the types of businesses we surveyed, they were private Irish businesses, mostly founder-led, um, in the order of size of between five and 100 million. And, and they're the types of businesses we invest in as a private equity fund. But the uh, the encouraging side was uh, that the 70% of those businesses were optimistic about the outlook for 2023. And I think that can be put down to a number of factors. Um, one really is, is um, may sound flippant, but entrepreneurs tend to be glass half full type of individuals. And and that is um, the type of, of businesses we like to back and the people we like to back. But also, I think the Irish Irish sector and is less exposed to maybe some of the threats that other other markets are seeing in terms of the level of inflation, energy price increases. We're, we're not really exposed to the same degree as other markets would be to, to capital intensive industries. We're, we're much more service oriented. And also, I think the businesses that we meet day day in, day out are on a very strong foundation, having adjusted their balance sheets over the last decade, diversified away from, um, diversified their customer base and diversified into international markets. And um, and that's coming through in the survey. Now, Jonathan, obviously they list out a whole battery of different concerns, as you'd expect from any emerging or startup phased business. Inflation, as you say, right up there, 33% identifying that as a concern. 31% talking about a reduction in consumer demand. But more interestingly, at least to me, is 21%, one in five, are saying recruitment and retention of staff is going to be the key challenge. That seems to be probably even more magnified among the SME firms, that that trend. Yes, and and we would have expected maybe to see uh, a a slight loosening of that. You'll have seen retrenchment in certain sectors, including technology. But I'd say if we were to have done this survey two or three years ago, that would have been an even more uh, pronounced trend. And and speaking to to founders, it tends to have been the, the most common refrain we'd have seen over the last two or three years is just difficulty in sourcing talent and bringing people into businesses. Now, I think what what we do when we invest in any business is we create a management incentive plan which which can be used by smaller businesses who struggle maybe with with a pure salary only uh, compensation package to attract talent into a business uh, and that's something we found has worked really well in the types of businesses we invest in but still remains despite the retrenchment we've seen in some sectors to be a major factor now, one of the things that uh, attracted my eye was how these businesses are going to fund themselves. When they were asked how they plan to fund growth, 55% of them said they'll just use their own funds, uh, cash on balance sheet. And it was only 34% who would use debt capital and then equity, share capital, essentially at 21%. 
do you think there's two questions that arise from that? Do you think one we can get that figure down, and and secondly, do you think that there is a problem with accessing funding more general? Are are those figures maybe they're typical? I don't know other countries and generally how other SME sectors work elsewhere. But do you think that's that's a normal profile, or is there some kind of structural issue there? No, I, I think it is a, a normal a normal profile. It's it's a trend we see uh, when we're speaking to founders. The, remember, these are very much founder-owned businesses. And what tends to happen is when a business is, has grown uh, and a founder has all of their wealth tied up in one asset, they tend to be very focused on, on incremental growth. And I think risk aversion creeps in over time. So... Um, and also, clearly, there are some scars from from the last downturn when when people were maybe over leveraged. So I think um, when we come into a business and invest, we often have an element of de-risking, which allows the founders to diversify their their wealth away from that single asset, bring other members of the management team into the equity, and I think then that allows them to think more a bit more boldly around how they might grow and what sources of finance they use. Yeah, because there, there, there's a slight, um, I suppose, contradiction in one sense that 30% of them are looking to go overseas and go into new markets or geographies, they, they um, emphasise. So that's often where you need the most money. That's where you need the most funding. It's it's not cheap to enter an overseas market. So is is there a, a sort of a danger of these companies matching, are they able to match their, their ambitions with their funding base? Yeah, I think I think that's a, a feature of this market. You know, we are it's a strength and weakness of the Irish economy that it's a small market and it forces Irish businesses to go overseas. I think sometimes they fall foul of, of doing that in, in a way that maybe doesn't for example, trying to break the US market, you really need to go bold and, and hire a large sales team and that takes money and it takes um a significant amount of money in some instances they're they're expensive people so um it 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 is an important um part of 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 uh, the irish psyche and irish entrepreneurial psyche to grow internationally and we would just like to see more businesses take that that step further in terms of risk and and maybe the capital they can use to to do that in a more accelerated way. Yeah, I, I find it very interesting as well when you ask them what their constraint is, what's stopping them from fulfilling their potential. Forty seven percent, almost half, say finding the right people to execute the business plan. Now I don't know whether that's managers or people with a particular subject matter expertise or salespeople to get on the road and, and kind of push it through. But it, there, it sounds like they're what they're telling you there is they're looking for that key individual or someone who has a particular skill set to kind of almost get them over the line in terms of executing the idea. It's not a shortage of ideas, it's people to kind of push that idea towards fruition. Correct. And I think talent really is um, in short supply and SMEs often over the last two or three years have really struggled to compete with the large technology businesses in Ireland. I, I think that will gradually change. I think we're, we're are seeing that within our own portfolio companies that we've managed to, to get great people, hire the C-suite in. We often help founders manage a succession when, when we invest. And I think we're at the beginnings of seeing the freeing up of some talent away from those larger technology businesses into smaller SMEs. And as I said before, having the ability to offer equity and a liquidity event after three, four, five years of our investment period really does bring talent into smaller companies.
Yeah, I think that's an important theme, isn't it? We're we're hardwired here in the in the radio and media business to think every single job that's lost in the tech sector is is necessarily a bad thing. But a lot of these people are going into Irish indigenous firms. They're basically being recycled within the economy, if I can use such a cold word. But you're finding the pool of talent is is actually expanding. People who might have gone to Google or Salesforce or Meta, etc., are now finding they're going into indigenous firms and enriching those locally based and grown firms. Yes, I, I think the Irish software, indigenous software businesses have, have really suffered in a way over the last few years from, from the, the, um, from talent moving to, to large tech. And I, I think, uh, they will now be beneficiaries of, of some of this retrenchment where there are such really, um, innovative Irish businesses operating across both software and, and other elements of the market that, that I think, um, some of that, that, talent from the larger entities will really give them a springboard to grow. Okay, well, listen, we'll leave it there. It's good to hear the next generation of companies feeling kind of very good, aggressive about their growth potential, despite all the the noise off camera, inflation, and of course, those interest rate rises. For now, we'll let you go. Jonathan Dalton is the Managing Director of Melior Equity Partners on that survey of SM. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.